Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are all built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Hey, Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our guest host, Kim Whitley, joining us today. That's right. Kim said I had to be here for this one. That's had right. She was be. telling the stories behind the scenes before y'all brothers walked in. We have the Isley brothers here. Welcome. Yes. Uh, thank you. How hey, y'all feeling? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we good. Kim was telling us all types of stories before you guys walked in about shows, performances, and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. Yes, Ernie and Ron, let me tell you something. This right here, the unique sound, that's the one thing I want everybody to understand. They have had a unique sound for years mm-hmm. and the decades, like, you know, from early childhood to now. You think about how long your music, you've gone through generations. I just, you know, I bow down, I bow down. Seven decades in the business. Wow. What, eight? Every since uh, 1959 was the first hit record, Shout. Shout. Wow. Yeah. 1959. About 63 Mm -hmm. or 64 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, now, the number one record for five weeks. Mm -hmm. And number one album. No, no, no. The album has been there on 38 weeks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do you keep reinventing yourself? I mean, because it seems like it's new every time. New feelings. That's from God, you know. It's just, just we've been blessed with so many writers and young writers and new writers and you know and and OG writers and they all love to work with you guys. Why do you think that is? Because you know, uh, it's wow. <laughs> it's hard. It's really hard to explain, but uh, we just enjoy every minute of doing what we do. You know. And do you ever get surprised, like you're looking at the verses with how many young fans you have and how many mm-hmm. new fans that you guys, you know, turned on to you from the verses and, and things like that? It was calling you a cat daddy. Cat daddy. Just yeah. walking through the airport, kids five, six years old, and one day, hey, that's Mr. Biggs, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you that, know? Let me tell you, that last picture you had on Instagram, I don't know, you had the black and white on. I, I'm telling you now, I'm a friend of candy, but you look, y'all, when I tell you, Y'all still have this sex appeal. Do y'all understand that? All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just 
so good. I just I ask my question is, what is your favorite? I know you have a lot of songs, but what is your favorite song to sing? What is y'all's favorite song? Mm. Well, you know, every night uh, we we have to do certain songs. You know, mm-hmm. it's just maybe stuff like um, that's that's not hard. It's your like thing it. or shout we have to do that every night mm-hmm. you know wow. and uh you go through the app when you are in any town we see people at at weddings and they always they're, they're always doing that song you know and it's it's really a it's a really a great feeling to watch somebody mm-hmm. do your song like that especially when it's 63 years old you wow. know I said nobody nobody plans out a, a a seven decade career. So when y'all first recorded Shout and you know Shout came out, what did y'all think y'all careers were going to look like? Well, what was we, success to y'all back then? Well, everybody was excited, and uh, when we would go on shows, they would have to stop the show because people would be shouting in the audience and making people sit sit down in your chair and mm-hmm. just like, and so you know. That felt great. I mean, it really felt great, you know. Uh, we didn't know it was going to last this <laughs> long. That's right. Because mm-hmm. you know, nobody knows that, you know. But from the beginning, let's start from the beginning for people that don't know you. Yeah. What made you guys want to create this group? What made you start singing? Was it church? Was it mama was bothering you to sing, boy, sing? Or like, what made you say, right. yeah, we're going to start this? My mother and father, my mother was a teacher. You know, she taught, you know, music. I was singing two years old. I won a war bond, uh, a war bond uh, at church mm-hmm. for, you know, at two years old. So we had a group ever since I was four or five. Was it always the Osley Brothers? Yes. That was, all, that, yeah. that was the name of the group. That's from it. There. No other name. There's always been. That's it. Wow. And we were, like, skeptical when we came to New York because we said, hey, they're not going to remember our name, you mm-hmm. know, Frankie Lyman and teenagers mm-hmm. and all, you know. And we were wondering, say, well, I hope they re- remember our name, mm-hmm. you know. When did y'all realize uh, y- y- y'all, y'all, y'all had something here? Uh, when we were in Cincinnati, uh, we won everything that they put us up, you know, mm-hmm. every amateur hour, everything, television shows, everything. We won it all. From that time on, all the way up, yeah. This was before shout. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did, and with your mom being a teacher, did did she never not want you to get into this industry called the music industry where you're on the road and all that? They wanted us to be in, in, in you know, on, you know, uh, the Mill Brothers. My father wanted us to, you know, have a group and last as long as the Mill Brothers. Mm-hmm. Then my younger brother, Ernie and Marvin, they weren't even, you know, in the music business then, you know, and uh, they came to New York, at, uh, New Jersey, after we yeah, recorded Twist and Shout and Shout, and they, like, watched us. And uh, we wanted, my father always wanted us to be self-contained. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and so then Ernie started playing drums, and then he went to playing guitar. Then my little brother played bass. <laughs> Then my brother-in-law was playing keyboards, and we became that self-contained group. So your father said, let's not pay anybody on the outside anymore. Let's keep money <laughs> Ernie, Daddy said, keep all the money. Now, was that like, Ernie, would, did you, was that self-taught, those instruments? Yes. Wow. I started at, with drums first. Yeah, at the time, Jimi Hendrix was limping at the house, you know, and he was playing. What? Just going to throw yeah. that name yeah, out just going to right throw that name out <laughs> Yeah, he was, he was there, you know, like uh, March of 63 to like November of 65. Why was Jimi Hendrix just living at your house? Well, he was a guitar player, you know. Okay. Oh. And so, you know, we watched him. Ernie watched him, you know. We didn't know Ernie was going to wind up playing guitar, mm-hmm. you know, because he was playing drums at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, later on, Ernie started playing the guitar and... Uh, when I wrote the song, It's Your Thing, I was, you know, Ernie picked up his bass and started playing a bass. Uh, I said, you know, we were at, at the uh, the session in New York, mm-hmm. and Ernie, I said, hey, you need to play bass on this song, you know. 
and he played bass on it, sure thing, you know, from that time on. Now, family could be a good thing and it could be a bad thing, right? Because sometimes too much of your brother right, is right. just too much. How how much fighting did y'all get That's into? That's exactly it? what I was about to ask. And who won? We didn't have no fights. No? You know, no, no fights. Even you know, when hey. you were little? Oh, they were, hey. They respected you. We were close. My father taught us, hey, you better, you know, at, at, the, at the time when I was young, mm -hmm. we all had to stay together. When my older brother had wanted to go out to a party, they had to take me mm -hmm. and my other brother. You know, oh, I love he had a girlfriend. We were waiting on the outside of the house. <laughs> <laughs> so I want you all to always stay together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How how are things now? Because I know, I know you. One of your brothers uh, was, was suing you over the Ali brother trademark. Yeah, that, that's not really a problem. You know, uh, it's it's hard for me to discuss it now, but it's not a. That's not a problem whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And did you have the problem early on with uh, owning your own masters and, and, and stuff like that? Did y'all own that? And, or if not, did y'all get it back? Yes, we own we owned some of them. Mm -hmm. nice. so, some of it. Mm -hmm. We had a, we started a record company in uh, 1969, mm -hmm. Teaneck Records. That's your thing. And uh, all the way up into this point now, I have another company, uh, which is R.I. Top 10, and uh, it owns everything. How, said, how, how do y'all only own some of it? Like, don't, don't the masters re, re, go back to you after a certain point? Well, it's, according to, it's all according to what you sign, gotcha. you know. Mm -hmm. and, and at, at some time, we, we, when we started off, we signed certain things in there mm -hmm. and uh we had certain clauses in our contract that after 10 years we would get it back it, it, it all would come back y'all mm -hmm. y'all should have been in debt eight times already right hell yeah oh man that's good though to have you I mean, with the with, what's going on with ed sharon and this marvin gay situation have you all i don't know if you know what's going on but uh Ed Sheeran is, is being sued by Marvin Gaye's uh, family mm. over sampling. Have you all ever heard something and you were like, wait a minute. That's us. Right, right. That, that, that sounds like us. Have you all ever been like, wait a minute. Well, the mm. rappers always uh, had uh, respect for our work. Mm. And so um, I love it when you call me Big Pop. Big That's mm -hmm. Between the Sheets. Between and, the Sheets, uh, yeah. Today was a good day. Uh, Ice, Ice Cube, Cube, that was Footsteps in the Dark. Uh, there's a very strong association. Uh, we have more samples than anybody in, 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 in the industry. Oh. Over, you know, over so, a thousand yeah. samples. Do you have to clear everything yeah, that you listen to it before Yes, it we have mm -hmm. to clear. So and it's heard, legal samples out yeah. there. Mm -hmm. okay. mm -hmm. So when you heard Biggie, right? The first time you heard Biggie, right? Yeah. I'm sure Puff called y'all. And y'all heard the stuff that Biggie was talking about. What was your first mind frame? Because I'm sure, Puff, was, was it Puff that called you? We flipped out. Yeah, <laughs> we flipped out. Yeah, so. yeah, first time I heard it, I knew he had a hit. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, uh, because it was done uh, in such a signature way for him. You know, I'll see some ladies tonight. Could you be having my baby? I started laughing when I. Yeah, <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> but I knew it was a hit. I knew I knew it was a hit though. Mm -hmm. He didn't reach out though. He didn't reach out beforehand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah he oh, did. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. But, but you yes. knew it was a hit. We had the studio together. We're talking about doing. You know, he wanted to do other records with us. Mm -hmm. You know. Oh, you was in the studio mm -hmm. with Big. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, and Puffy. Mm -hmm. you know, they, Puffy did a couple of couple of records with us. You know, one of them was called "Float On," I think. Float mm -hmm. On, yeah. Mm -hmm. Number one yeah. song here in New York. Uh, we had uh, that the record in between the sheets. Mm -hmm. Jay Z, every, every everybody, everybody. You know? Then you became a villain. Yeah, Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> yeah, how'd that happen? He when, became Mr. Big. Well, yeah, real quick, when, when, Mr. Big? When's the last time? Uh, y'all didn't get a check. When was the last day, <laughs> day y'all didn't get a check? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I can't answer that one. Yeah. That's the song y'all sing. Yeah. It, 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 it's a, even during the pandemic, y'all came out with friends and family, yeah. and it was everywhere. I said, what in the world? Mm. I'm trying to tell everybody I'm your cousin. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so so mm. then, I was, I was, then you turned the villain. Mr. Biggs, yeah. Now, 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 break that down, and 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 
you know, for a long time, that's what everybody looked at you as, Mr. Biggs. Yeah. So, so how was that? that Whose idea a, was that? Was yours or was Kel's? Or? R. Kelly wrote the song, Keep It On A Download. Mm-hmm. And he said, I, I wrote the, this song, and I I see you doing it. My mother wanted you to do it. I met R. Kelly on Sunset. Mm-hmm. He's driving the car, and he rolled the window down. Hey, hey, stop, stop. I was w- walking, coming out of the studio. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Hey man, we gotta talk. We gotta talk. I want you to. I want you on my record. I want you." And so I listened at the record. Did you know who he was at the time? Huh? Did you know who he was at the time? Yeah. Okay. He, he had out a couple of songs. Mm-hmm. He had out. I think he body calling me or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. And so his mother was a big fan of ours, and uh, so she had taught him all our songs, mm-hmm. and so. We got together to do that download, and he said, "I see you being Mr. Big, you being Mr. Biggs. He said, I want you. We're gonna come in. We're gonna do this video. And we want. I want to hear your foot when you come in the studio. That's how the video was. Mm-hmm. Hey, R. Kelly was is really a genius, man. Uh, he." Uh, with with doing music with his whole th- mind and thoughts, you know, and we went on. We did other songs, you know, contagious. contagious. Uh, uh, I had uh, number one albums with him and uh, sold millions of records. You know, our first album that we did with Contagious is over albums over three million, mm-hmm. and I. That which was the which which was the first, the first for DreamWorks at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, after that he did an album with with me that came to charts number one. You know, I think uh, one of the <clears throat> the album that had Contagious in it was number two, mm-hmm. and the other one was number one, and on and on and on. Any fear at the time because you were you know you were shout and you were between the sheets and now you were. The villain, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Biggs, you know what I mean, with the, with the cane, with the sword right. on it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know, my brother gave me the cane. My brother took a picture with the cane. Uh, I don't yeah, know. On the, the Fish Plus 3 album, Rudolph. Yeah, mm-hmm. Rudolph. Had this, had and uh, he gave it to me for my birthday, and uh, I started carrying the cane, you know. I didn't know what, that's been about the, you know, about the cane would wind up being a video talking about you gonna hit me with the cane, <laughs> you know, you know, that type of thing. But uh, hey, man, it's been wonderful, wonderful. And, and let me let me say, we watch you guys. I mean, I must, I, I know everything that you do, everything <laughs> that you do, mm, and we watch you. you. And I, I think what you're doing is so great, man. And never stop doing well, thank it. You. Yeah, amen. Thank you. I feel like I feel like you've been the villain before, though. I'm sure you know some man has approached you about being with a woman. They brothers, though. They brothers. I don't know about that. <laughs> now, now, what does tour life look for y'all? You know, yeah. after all of these years, it ain't like it was 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. What does tour life look for y'all now? You know, uh, we wouldn't know what to do if we weren't doing the tour or uh, mm. we weren't singing, and then seeing the response from the people, you know, mm-hmm. just watching the response and getting to see what they like and what song, the hell you want to, you want me to sing Hello, It's Me? You want me to sing uh, Contagious? Mm-hmm. Do you want me to sing uh, Smooth Selling? Uh, you know, and I do that every night, you know, and uh, I, I don't know what I would be doing if I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. I always wonder how different does the world look the, the brothers like y'all because y'all literally were out before, you know, civil rights, before the civil rights era, you know, like what, what was life like back then touring in the 50s and 60s? We were always just just want, wanting to be the number one thing. And that, and that that is no lie. We wanted to be the number one thing. We, in England, when we went to mm-hmm. England and uh, with the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and and Elton John and them people like uh, the Beatles were imitating us. Mm. And uh, he said, and Paul McCartney would tell you, say, hey, if it don't be for the Isaac brothers, we'd still be here in 
in Liverpool, you know. Uh, Did you ever run into, uh, uh, I'm sorry, discrimination or anything? I'm just wondering what it was like then because you all, Mm -hmm. it's something Mm -hmm. different. You're you're together, you're a family, but you're going all over the world. Did you ever experience anything like that? A couple couple of times. We went to uh, a club one time and, 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 you know, when we got ready to go in, the guy said, hey, man, hold it. I thought you guys were white. Really? You know? Oh, damn. He said, <laughs> and he paid us right then. So, you know, you don't have to go, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of different type of people here. And we, we we laughed about it because we got paid. We didn't have to go on. Yeah. So basically, he was telling you, don't go in this club because no, no. something yeah. might happen. We don't know what's in there. <laughs> Some Kuka plans and all that. Yeah, you know. Do you do y'all remember how much the world changed after the Civil Rights Act of 1964? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. You know, I would have thought it would be way different now, you know, with, uh, you know when, when Luther King was doing his thing, man. You know, it started changing, started changing, started changing. You know, and we were hoping for, you know, the change. But, you know, hey, it didn't start going back a little, pushing a little, you know. I think the people are more intelligent now, mm. you know. Really? The young people. Mm-hmm. The young people. It's going to take that, you know. And uh, the blessing from God, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. Nobody, no one knows what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to do all I can, all I can. Did y'all get involved in any way back then? Did- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. We did everything they asked us to do, mm-hmm. and we wanted to do more, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the time, you got to have, you had people like Sammy Davis and James Brown, everybody, Aretha Franklin, you know, all those people, you know. And we were, we were in the crowd doing our thing, you know. Who was your biggest competition back then, if there was any? Black, meaning black competition. James Brown. James Brown. And Sam Cooke. You know, Jackie Cook. Wilson. Oof. You know. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would do, when, when we were on the show with them, they couldn't go on, man. When we did that song, shout. They, 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 we shut it down. Mm-hmm. You know what so, I'm when y'all wrote music, was y'all trying to be like, no, we need to make a record that they know that they can't follow? Was that the way your, your mind frame when y'all were that's what, producing? That, that's what we were looking for. Mm-hmm. And we didn't get, and we, <laughs> and we hit that when we hit It's Your Thing. And from that point on, it was, it was, we went, hey, straight to the top. What inspired that? Because that, that was kind of like the Bobby Brown, my prerogative with that <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I was, it was like a dream to me. And uh, that's that was a dream that I had. I said um, when I woke up, I started humming the song. I said, "No, I did, I, it's not gonna get away." And I went down to my mother's house, and uh, Ernie was there, and uh, he picked up his bass. You know, I said, "I got this song, me and my brother." I said, and I sung it for him, and they said, "Hey," and we put it on tape. It went in the studio. And uh, I did it one time in the mm-hmm. studio, mm-hmm. sang it one time while the band was playing it. And, and then they said, well, it's time to do do our part. I said, hey, I, I already did it. <laughs> <laughs> so it came to you in a dream? It, yeah. it wasn't like a phrase y'all was saying or nothing like that? came to me in the dream. And, uh, you know, at the time, people were saying, you know, it's your thing, you know, uh, do your, do your thing. thing or that, you know, that expression was out. But uh, came to me in a dream, you know. Wow. Now, what about between the sheets? How, how did that? How was that song? Yeah. Uh, between the sheets, there's a commercial. You used to watch. You can still see it on uh, your computer. Chanel Number no. Five. Mm-hmm. Uh, woman was at a far end of the pool, mm-hmm. and the guy was at the opposite end, and he dove into the water and he came up through her leg, and they said shared a fantasy. And I always liked that commercial. And I had my guitar with me with the uh, sound down, and I thought, what would the music be like? And I started playing the chords to Between the Sheets. Mm. Oh, genius. And, <laughs> genius. And then we got into the studio, Marvin and Chris, and uh, 
He says, hey, man, okay, you got any lyrics? I got the music, but you got any lyrics? I said, yeah, hey, girl, ain't no mystery, at least as far as I can see. I want to keep you here, laying next to me, sharing our love, and I was stuck. And Chris picked up a legal pad and said, sharing our love between the sheets. I said, there you go. And Marvin polished off the rest of the song lyrically. Wow, what was what was the young lady that that gave you that inspiration besides that? Because she, she oh no, no, nah. nah, she hit. she no, no, no. You see, man, what was her name? No, you see, no, you see, like that's you know when I uh, I, I refer to that person as my muse. Okay, <laughs> you know, right. so that could be anyone. That's you right. Know, it could be one of my guitars, for example. I think of all my guitars as female, so. You know, that could be anyone. And, of course, in that kind of explanation, he's just into the person that he's with. And there's intimacy there because you can't see what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's between the sheets. Nice. A, lot, a, a lot of people think that that intimacy feeling. is missing from R&B music now. Like That's one of the reasons that, you know, people like Puff said R&B is dead. Oh, no, no, no. You know, Ernie uh, started writing... Songs about 1973, mm-hmm. songs like Harvest for the World, mm-hmm. At Your Best, You mm-hmm. Love. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, mm-hmm. The song that uh, we did with uh, Beyonce. Yeah. yeah, Make Me Say It Again, Make girl. Me Say It Again. Oh. Fight the Power. Fight the Power. Just on and on and on and on, you know. And that, that, that was a great thing for us because we could do our thing release our records the way we wanted to release, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could sing anything that I wanted to sing, you know. I decided those those songs like Hello, mm-hmm. those songs like uh, Summer Breeze, mm-hmm. yeah, from Listening and Adam, yeah. the song uh, Love the One You With, yep. you know. And those turn out to be big songs for us. But uh, we, we we could do anything that we wanted to do, do mm-hmm. at the time. And uh, my uh, my other brother, he was writing songs like... Uh, Groove With You. Groove With You, mm-hmm. you know. Oh. Have you ever written a song... Have you, have you ever written a song for someone else and then said, Dang, God, I want to get that back. Should have kept that song. Oh, I... <clears throat> When I, <laughs> one time, you know, I think we were thinking about the money, and I said, hey, Aretha Franklin should do this show thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so we were trying to get <clears throat> $15,000 for it mm. at the time, you know. And uh, Aretha Franklin uh, was late, late at the studio, and she didn't come in. Damn, oh, so Aretha Franklin was going, that was, she, was, she took the record, she Oh no! Mm. Oh, she wanted her to hear. Yeah, yeah get okay. it. She was one of my girlfriends at the time. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait what? Yeah. Let's yeah, talk about y'all ain't listening. <laughs> y'all ain't hearing what Clay said. He didn't say that was his girlfriend. He said that was one of his girlfriends at the time. So she was mad at you, and she didn't show up. She was late in getting to the studio, and. She didn't do the song. How do you fix that argument later on? Because, you know. I know you cursed her out. Yeah. Or did she curse you out for giving away her record? Taking her record? She did it later on. She did record it, your thing, later on. She did. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Okay. Produced by Luther Vandross. Yeah. And what happened? It never came out, though. It was on an album. It came out. Sounded real good, too. Clyde Davis wanted us to produce it, and we didn't, you know, we were doing something else, and so. She was in the studio with Luther at the time, mm-hmm. so Luther did it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many, how many so girlfriends many. did you have back yeah, then? Yeah, I got so many. St- I, got so many I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I just really. I, first of all, I was, I, was, I was so young, man, and uh, you know, hey, you lived a life. It wasn't like the girlfriends that you guys have now. You know, <laughs> it was just like, hey, we were talking about music. Talking about doing music, and uh, she was. Yeah, you know, it wasn't that I get a. Uh, I, I think I. Uh, y'all, they, y'all weren't between the sheets, is what you're saying. You know, I was. <laughs> I have on my telephone from that time to now, 
Aretha Franklin, we talk maybe two and three times a week. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Even when she died, you know, she did. We were the best of friends. Okay. Okay. Uh, my wife suggested that she used Jennifer Hudson in her movie. Mm-hmm. And we, I, I said, well, I thought you were going to do uh, Holly Berry. He said, Jennifer, Jennifer would be the, be you know, the person for a movie. Mm-hmm. Jennifer came to see her the day, and she sang a song to her. So you know what that song is? And Jennifer said, she, she said that's one of the Icy Brothers songs. It was the, it was the last song she sang. Oh, wow. wow. Well, I, mm. well, first of that's how tight we were. Mm. To hear these, you understand. I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm such a fan. He's talking like this regular, but it is for him. Right, right, right. Like, you know, what I mean, that's their mm-hmm. life. That's like. it. That, that, <laughs> right. It's just so amazing. It's your life, and 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 being a fan, and like we were talking about, like we were talking about Joe Levert. You know, mm-hmm. it's just our lives, and you just like yeah, Aretha. We talked every day. Every, yeah. Mm-hmm. What? what? I, I look at this, and I look at the span of well, how long you've been. What if you could just? Is there a story? of the craziest thing someone did on stage to get your attention or in the audience, because that'd probably be something I did, chase the tour bus or something like that. But was there ever <laughs> anything? Did anybody throw anything on stage, jump on stage? Were there ever I'm, some, I'm sure I, I was on the stage thing. singing uh, uh, Lucille, mm-hmm. and I fell on my knees and had my eyes closed, and, and a lady threw a dress over me. And she never want no underwear. <laughs> what do say What it smell like? What it smell like? Oh. No, no. <laughs> never mind. Don't don't go there. That was gonna ask. You know, with, with you coming up, you and uh, Michael Jackson or, or James Brown never got into a, a competition type of thing. No, because they no. were both competitors. That's your young boy, though. It's not James. Yes. Oh yeah, we were real tight with James Brown. You know. Um, uh, Michael Jackson wanted to do they, they wanted us to produce him when he left uh, Motown mm-hmm. but and uh, I think he was produced by uh, Gamble, Gamble and Huff, Huff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we wanted to keep our sound and that's you know and that's why we discussed certain records that we were doing ourselves you know it's kind of hard to come up with those records, you know. We come, we gotta, gotta do nine of them in the album, you know. So, and we, I, at the time, I didn't want Ernie playing uh, "Summer Breeze" on Michael Jackson because right. he, he was, he was like big, you know, at the same, you know, like that would take something away from us. And that was never a problem, the fact that, you know, everybody wanted you to produce and play for them, and everybody wanted you to sing on their projects. That never created a, a, a riff? Well, we, that was a discussion that we would have, and, that, and we would say, I don't think we should do that at this time, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I don't know, Ernie, Ernie might have played a couple of things on different people, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, wasn't too much of that. Well, was there any songs that y'all did that y'all didn't believe in, but it, it ended up being a hit? When I when I came down to the uh, the house for them to do uh, the song, uh, uh, "Love the One You With," mm-hmm. they said, "Hey man, I said, hey man, we gonna do this song, mm-hmm. and uh, this is we, that's what we gonna do, and it was a smash for us, mm-hmm. you know." Yeah. Did you ever Why say you... I told you so? <laughs> Why you didn't like it? Or no. Well, uh, to be honest, I think at that time I was growing into whatever musician or songwriter I was eventually going to be. Mm-hmm. It just had not manifested. So, Love the One You With as a song is a great song. Mm-hmm. And obviously the way we did it, uh, like an Isley Brothers song, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, you know, a lot of times, you know, with uh, whatever you're going to do in the future, you can't see, but you'll have a feeling. So that uh, when we got ready to uh, uh, do 3 plus 3, it was like, oh, we're going to record that in California. And I'm like, California? Well, yeah. 
and uh, we're gonna do the song that lady. I said that lady, that's a cha cha bossa nova. He said no, we're gonna change the tempo, we're gonna change the lyric, we're gonna change the melody, and you are gonna play lead guitar on it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, you know, you don't know until you know until you do it. Was it a, was it a, a major effort? Because you, you know you listen to all your music. And nothing sounds the same. Was that something that you made sure that you focused on to make sure that nothing was ever similar? You know, because Shout didn't sound like Between the Sheets, which didn't sound like, like, like it was totally different, you know? I remember when CBS first heard that lady, they said, well, it doesn't sound like it's your thing. It doesn't have trumpets or saxophones on it, but we like it. And... Uh, that uh, you got elements of uh, R&B, uh, dance, funk, but you also got a lead guitar sound on there. That's unusual. Uh, how should we promote it? And we were like, just well, let it go everywhere. That was the time that we were trying to uh, have a mostly like the groups that came out yeah. of England, Beatles and everybody, it was self-contained. We wanted the self-contained sound, mm-hmm. and that's what... Uh, that's what Who's That Lady was, was about. about. That was the time that Clyde Davis signed us uh, T-Neck Records over there at uh, CBS, you know. He was the one that listened to it, and he had a, a, a serious ear, you know. He he could, he could knew what a hit was, and he, he did say, uh, you all should sing, it should be another verse, uh, we went back in the studio, and Ernie wrote another verse because we uh, needed three verses, At that time, yeah. which was no problem, you know. And and then when we came back, they, they, they uh, Sony fired Clyde Davis for some bar misfits or something he mm-hmm. gave and this and that. We said, well, hey, we hey, we just signed it. Don't worry about that. Your record will be out so on, so on, so on, so on. And while we were going through the arguing about Clyde Davis, record went number one. What year was this? 73. You know, I always wonder, like, you know, like y'all got on in the 50s, but, you know, that was a time of, you know, racial unrest. How come the labels weren't racist? I mean, I'm sure they were, but they they had no problem signing black acts. I wonder why. Why? Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know the answer mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. But uh, they discriminate you know, everywhere else. You know? Yeah, you know, it was all. It was always Nat King Cole with the built Capitol Records. You know, mm-hmm. um, and Ray Charles, Ray Charles, mm-hmm. Atlantic Records. You know, they. You, you know, they know it would. They would sell records. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, and that was d- during the Elvis Presley time, and mm-hmm. doing a Fat Domino time, and Chubby and uh, Chuck Berry, and you know, Little Richard, mm-hmm. you know, and then came Johnny Mathis, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, wow, yeah. That, there was a time that uh, you and, uh, of course, the Isley Brothers and Earth, Wind, and Fire. I mean, y'all yeah. were at the top of the top. These two groups. Did you all become friends? Did you know each other at that time? And uh, just, I just wanted to hear a little bit about that relationship. Oh man, my brother was crazy about them, and uh, you know, uh, right now, Philabilly <clears throat> is like uh, my brother-in-law or right, something. Right. What, 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 what would you say there, baby? Yeah, Kim. He was married to Crystal. Yeah, Crystal. Mm-hmm. Your older sister, and and uh, I, you know, I thought they was like so creative. Mm-hmm. My my brother was uh, friends with uh, Verdine, Verdine. Mar- Marvin and Verdine. Yeah, being both bass players all the time. You know, uh, when they had the record, the the record. Um, that's the way. The that's world. the way of the, the world. world. We would have had our record out at the same time, our biggest album, which was The Heat Is On. Some would fight the power. Mm-hmm. But my brother was arguing with me, the brother Rudolph, mm-hmm. because he said, uh, it's another song we should have an album. When we was back 
going back. No, we're going to have six songs, three slow songs uh, in the the album on one side and three on the the fast side, Fight the Power. We were arguing back and forth. And that argument went on so long, and uh, we didn't release our records at the same time. But anyway, they had the the record was so successful, and our record was the biggest we ever had. And with all these records that that you've written and produced and sang, and we, I mean, you keep talking about records, and I'm like, God damn, that's a lot of records and commercials and all that other mm-hmm. stuff. Was there ever a time where things got tight at all in the industry, like where you know, because you speak to so many artists, and sometimes they'd be like, Yeah, it was kind of tight during this time. We didn't have a hit, or we had to sell this or sell that. Was that ever a, a, a situation? No. Well, when 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 Marvigate came up with uh, sexual, sexual healing, we came up with in between the sheets. Mm-hmm. When uh, Teddy Prendergrass did turn oh, off the lights, which we took him on tour with us all the time, and, and closed the door, we came up with uh, don't say good night. Don't say good night, and we would call him on the phone. Hey, so and so and so. We'd, Laugh and talk y'all, about that. Y'all was making diss records to each other. That <laughs> diss records back then, right? <laughs> so it was never y'all never had no no financial situation mm-hmm. at all. No, no, no. So it was all friendly competition between y- the, all the legends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no. <laughs> oh, okay, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna just throw that out. Yeah, there was people that y- that y'all actually had real beef with. Mm, let me think. I'm sure the beef is dead now, so. Right, right, right. No, no, you know, no no uh, entertainer. Mm-hmm. No entertainer. Uh, but uh, the one beef I did have, wind up having was with uh, Michael Bolton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Michael when he Bolton. Had did, Love uh, is a wonderful thing. Did, mm-hmm. did one of our songs, you know, and we went to court. We went to court for so many years. And we, you know, we won that case. And it's in the book of Guinness because it's a, the biggest Money case that that, uh, that you know that he had to pay. Yeah, so he yes. just went out and sung, sung one of your songs. Yeah, yeah. Just, just love is wonderful. But man. he did. But he and wasn't I, trying and to get credit. And I wanted him to, you know, hey man, let's settle this. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. He, he went. They didn't want to settle. He, hey, we went to court, and he had a hundred lawyers, mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Uh, we won the case. Damn colonizer. He just gonna come here. And then he finally said, did he ever come back and be like, look, I apologize or I should have gave you credit or? No. Damn it. Never, never apologize for anything. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, he sued his lawyers. Then he sued oh, his lawyers out for losing. <laughs> I think that case was for, for eight, eight million dollars, you know. Jesus. Oh. Did, did he ever money? pay? Did he oh, ever yeah. pay all the money? You got all yeah. your money? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why yeah. they didn't have any problems. Yeah, that's why they One of the reasons. Er, Ernie, are you, mm-hmm. do, do you think R&B is dead? I meant to ask you that earlier. No. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, not as long as there's all of that music, you know, waiting to be discovered or rediscovered, you know. And, of course, you know, we have a lot of divine grace still being here. And with our track record and the way that we pursue uh, the music ourselves, uh, no, it, it's anything but dead. It, it's more alive now than ever. Uh, so no, it's no. Now, do people call you, or do you call, or the, like Beyonce, or do people call you, or you call them? Like, how does that magic come together constantly? Well, I called her. I called her. Mm-hmm. I called her. You know, we were talking about doing the song early in her career, mm-hmm. but uh, I called her mother. You know, yeah. and. Uh, when her mother called her, and she said, yes, you know. She's oh. a beautiful woman, yeah, man. Did, you know, say it again. Beyonce, when it comes to with us, I think uh, she just, uh, it came out the same time our album came out. Mm-hmm. And mostly a person would say, wait, you gonna, y'all got to wait, you know. We wanted to do videos and all that, but uh, we understood that uh, she didn't do a video for her record. Mm-hmm. You know, she had other plans, and but that's that that's the biggest record for her right now, R and B right mm-hmm. now. Oh yes, yeah. it's, it's still number one in California. Again. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I, hear it all the time. oh yeah. I love mm-hmm. it. I wonder what inspired y'all now, because when you speak about how y'all were inspired by Marvin and Teddy Pendergrass, like who do y'all look around to now and get inspired by? Well, yeah, I look at uh, well, well, it's some of the rappers still, you know, that we're doing records with now. Uh, uh, the rapper that uh, take off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Quavo did a record with us, mm-hmm. and we were talking about, you know, we, what we was gonna do, and what, and when he, and when he, his death came about, man, it's just, you know. So y'all did a record with him on his project? Oh uh, no, on it's on, did, on ours, yeah, yeah, on ours. And we did a record with Two Chain. Mm-hmm. Then we did a record with Rick Ross. Mm-hmm. Then we did with Snoop Dogg. Of course. You know, mm-hmm. so. Uh, we look at that, you, that's the way the business is sort of going. Mm-hmm. So we kind of want to keep our, you know, thing going with that too at the same time, you know. Uh, I'm going to do something with Elton John, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm going to do something with Marara, and I'm going to do something with uh, uh, um, I already uh Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, Lamar. yeah. I I did a couple of songs with him. One won a, uh, a Grammy. Yeah. You know, I love uh, myself. How do you have yeah, to love myself? <laughs> I love that record too. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it, on that record. Like it was like who's that lady? You know. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Has anybody told you to go back in the studio and redo the record? Like didn't like your vocals or something like that. Uh, like which. Like whatever, like like they might not like the verse. Like, like do it again, or, or, or let's say let's say your wife also sings. Like, baby, kind of flat today. Go back in there, do whatever. Ha- has that happened with you at all? No. Not really. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> you wish somebody rude. Like I wish somebody rude. No, I mean when you listen to it's your thing. Mm-hmm. That vocal is the first take. Mm-hmm. So he wow. did that. He did that live. Just one time, you know. So it ain't like go and do it again. You know. Yeah, most of my, most of my songs are one yeah, take. And one I take. Just, even twist and shout. Even shout was one take. Mm. Just gonna show you know? off, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we I, I I didn't even notice that back there then. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. You know, in between the sheets of one mm-hmm. take. One take. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is but there was, was there punching? Could you punch him back then, or, or did you, would you yeah. have to do the whole thing over? No, you I could, just did you, it one time. You could, but you just rolling, you know. And then so everybody had to be right. The band had to be right. You had to be right. Nobody could mess up. Pretty well, much. the band had they they already had recorded. They laid you know, track yeah. Yeah. So yeah. now you know I, I went yeah, out to there do and the song. It. What happened to what happened to like the other members of the group? Does it ever sadden y'all that y'all look? It's just y'all two now. Uh, well, my older brother passed, yeah. and my younger brother passed. Yeah. Uh, my brother Rudolph, he decided to uh, go into his ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, you know, it's just me and Ernie now, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, we've been doing this for about, what, how many years? Uh, uh, quite a few. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. you know, more than more than you say 1973 to now, that would be 50. Wow! But you know, like if I'm on it, I was a bass player on "It's Your Thing" when I was 16. So, oh, that would be 50, uh, 68 to now. It's 55 years. It's 16. Wow. Yeah, 16. Wow. My son doing something. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> do, do y'all ever feel yeah. peerless? Because, you know, so many of your peers have transitioned. And... Uh, you know, I think about my brothers, and mm-hmm. I think about, you know, mm-hmm. I, it's not a day that goes mm-hmm. by yeah, without me thinking about yeah. my older brother because mm-hmm. he's incredible, you know. Yep. Um, and I think, you know, I think about him being in heaven and watching, watching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's yeah, seeing him, yeah. sending up prayers, yeah. sending down prayers for us. Yeah. <laughs> watching yeah. over you, brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. amen, yeah. Absolutely. The family what, what, bond. What about artists, other artists that, you know, y'all might have been close with that transition? Yeah, I, I think about people like Sam Cooke. Mm-hmm. 
you know, uh, Marvin Gaye's a very good friend of ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackie Wilson was very, very close to us. James Brown, well, he was crazy about us, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you know, I, you know, I go back with uh, people like Burt Bacharach. I did an album with him. Mm-hmm. I think it was one of my best albums. You know, just singing his songs. Uh, he just passed. Um, Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. We were crazy about him. Mm-hmm. You know. You know. And I could go on and on. You know, people like Jimi Hendrix and all. You just. God, I gotta get better friends. Yeah, <laughs> so and Aretha Franklin was my best friend. Mm-hmm. And Aretha. You know? mm-hmm. Is there anyone that you haven't worked with? Like, is there somebody you aspire? Is there anyone else out there that you think about? May I mean, you've hit everybody from yeah. every generation. I would have liked, you know, do did something with Whitney Houston, mm-hmm. and I, I had a chance to do that. Yeah, we did. And I did one song for her album, and we sang, and flew. She flew us on a. Uh, back to, from somewhere from Atlanta, Georgia, or something. The song she and, did, uh, one of those days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which was I a did. sample of uh, "Between These Sheets." Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ronald was with her. I would like to seriously did, did something with her. She's a great singer. Why didn't that happen? Just, just, just didn't have time. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, it was, it, it was people that uh, we talked about doing songs together. You know, we did, but. You know, we didn't look at it like we're looking at it now. Right. You know, and you look at it later and say, "I should have done." You know. Man, I, I love talking to the elders like y'all because it just makes me realize there's so much more life. You're, to live. you're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're right. There's so much. But but but, but yeah. I wonder, do you think more now about living, or do you think like you know, do you question mortality? Do you know? Man, I want to live forever. (laughs) (laughs) I believe it. I believe you will. Yeah, I I want to live forever. When you when you started making all that money, right? Do you remember your first time they put you on a private jet and how it felt, or the first big expensive thing that you bought, and what what was it? Well, I I remember my first our first gig that we made like five hundred dollars between the brothers, just the three brothers, and man, I've had that, you know. And that, yeah, we went to one of those. Uh, what, what, what kind of store is that? When uh, they they sell clothes, but somebody so, somebody shop, else thrift shop, thrift shop, thrift shop. Yep. Yeah, I went in there and bought me. A, we all bought different suits, and I th- we thought that was five hundred dollars. About five hundred dollars. Yeah. Wow. That suits was ten dollars. Twenty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Bought ten of them. Yeah, that was great. That was what yeah, you remember. Yeah. Look at that. And, uh, that was I a great know, feeling. I wanted to know when the versus thing happened. How, how did that come about? Who called you and said the oh. versus thing is going on? And, and, and what made you say, you know what, this is going to be a great idea? Uh, well, my friend uh, Greg Black, he he called me and uh, yeah, Greg Walker, Greg Walker. Uh, he called me and he talked on the phone for just hours and hours, saying, "Y'all should do this." And he called Switz, and I talked to Switz, you know, and we were talking over and over and over. I, said, I don't know if we want to do this, you know. And then uh, we had this record that, you know, friends and family. Mm-hmm. And so I said, well, maybe we should do this, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, we said with Earth and Earth, Wind and Fire, you know, we, you know, they called them. And they, they said yes, and we said yes, and then said, "Well, it's gonna be." And then Steve Harvey called. Yeah. I, I gotta, I gotta be the, the, the host there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then uh, Steve loves y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we just real, real, real good show. friends. Yeah, and it was good because families got to watch it. My young kids, my parents, yeah. me. Yeah. So it was good. Now, now, is, is it true y'all got your own liquor coming out? Oh yeah, I know it's brown. I know. Oh yeah, I got. um, uh, It's gonna be. It's it's gonna be actually. Oh, got it right there. There you go, right there. Yeah, I had it in my purse. You had it in your purse. I'm just telling you, you're so (laughs) (laughs) fast. Right, right. We got so Ronald, Brandy, Brandy and vodka. Vodka, and we got uh, uh, Brandy. 
Uh, and Contagious is the name of the brand. The brown. That's brandy. I'm this vodka right here. Look at that right I here. See, Look I at see that. Ivory liquid gold contagious. Brandy. Forty percent alcohol. Seven hundred and fifty milliliters. Yeah. Okay. I think it's supposed to be eighty percent alcohol. Eighty percent. It's safe. Anyway, tell him they can't read. He can't read. Oh, it's safe forty. No. It says forty. Eighty, 80 proof, and they're gonna. It's always double. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, it's always. yeah. Hey, but the name of it is contagious. That's the only oh, yeah, the, yeah. On, on on this brand. How many babies you can make with this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Now we gotta ask. I, I, you know, I'm looking in the corner over there, and I see a guitar just sitting there. And people don't bring guitars unless they want to use it. Two guitars. It. Oh, two guitars. Two. Mm -hmm. People don't bring two guitars unless they want to use. It. I mean, we That's got millions true. of people. They're the Osley brothers. We, we, we on BET, right? Mm -hmm. No. <laughs> Everybody gonna no. play a song. We got a new song coming out. Oh, we got? No, you know, I, I carry my guitars with me, you know, like uh uh the character in Peanuts always has a piano. <laughs> I do like I mean it's a it's a very it's you know, it's a very uh, secure thing to for me. Really? Oh. To emotionally to have. So I you know, I knew we were coming here, so it's like, yes, I'll bring my guitars. I don't know whether or not I'll play them, but you know, I just have them have them with me. Just in case. Yeah. I should record a guitar and have y'all sign it. Oh, well, if you, had, if you, if you got one somewhere. You should have put a guitar and had to, had to put the house. guitar up there. Yeah. Well, oh, next time. You can leave that one. That's <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that like his blanket. He ain't going nowhere. Yeah, that, that guitar ain't going nowhere. I, I mean, you got new music coming out. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, as usual. This mm. liquor is like, like, like the record business. Mm. You know, I have a license for to sell this all over the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got this license here in uh, St. Louis, Missouri. And uh, I think it's about two black people that have this, you know. So, man, I'm going to make sure this liquid gold, it's it should be like Jack 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 Daniels for us over with, you know. Right. And uh, that's, can you get it everywhere? Where where can we get uh, the yeah. Ronald Isley vodka and uh, brandy? Online. 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 Right online. online. It's dropping Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, it says uh, Ronald Isley Liquid Gold dot com. Ronald Isley Liquid Gold dot com. Oh, I'm gonna give yeah. me a couple bottles. All right. Well, we yeah. appreciate your brothers for joining us. Yeah. All, all right, right, man. No, we thank you so much, and thank you all you guys who contributed to this this industry and to, yeah, man. to this world, man. Yeah, and I'd like to be in your next music video. Again, the right. last one, friends and family, <laughs> yeah. get a close-up, because I right. shot it myself, so I appreciate <laughs> the next song. This has been a man. I'm sorry for me, guys. You all get to interview all kinds of people. I'm not a fan of a lot of people. I'm really not. And I've been sitting here trembling. I am such a fan mm -hmm. that. But you I, know them. You know, I know. Yeah, I, I've been to his the wife parties. came in the door. You said, "Why are you changing your number on us? You know I, them." I, okay, I do know them. But let's tell the truth. I see them performing, mm -hmm. and when we were even at the party, I'm around so many people that when they you, they're around them, it's hard to sit and have a one on one and learn stuff. Now I am coming to the house. You're right. I do know them. But I have never had an experience like this, like you said, mm -hmm. to break, you know, I'll say break bread, but break liquor, uh, and 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 really get to, you all are always singing. People don't get to mm -hmm. know you. Mm -hmm. So I thank the Breakfast Club for this. All right, now. Wow. Well, thank yeah, you, brothers. Y'all are thank icons living, Absolutely. Man, yeah. in a thank way. you. I appreciate y'all so much. That's great, man. Thank Absolutely. You. Well, it's the Isley Brothers. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Oh, thank you. All right, man. now. Thank, thank you. you oh, we, got, we I just got to do one thing for BT, y'all. Mm-hmm. I will be back with more of the Isley Brothers. It's the Breakfast Club on BET. Don't move. More Isley Brothers on BET. Well, keep it locked. We got more with the Isley Brothers when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club on BET. What up, y'all? It's the DJ NV Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're kicking it with the Isley Brothers on BET. Charlemagne, Kim. Cool. Thank you guys so much. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. 
Download the Zigazoo app today. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you. 